Make this the best year ever with Read and Write. Getting a confident start to the new school year is important for every student, especially those with reading and writing difficulties, learning disabilities, or English as a second language. Whether on a PC, Mac, iPad, or mobile device, there's a Read and Write product to suit your needs. The Read and Write family of products can help your struggling reader or writer be more confident and more successful than ever. Read and Write Gold is text-to-speech software that provides tools for reading, writing, studying, and research, while students work within the common applications they use every day. Read and Write for Google provides support tools for Google Docs, PDFs and EPUBs in Chrome on PCs, Macs, and Chromebooks to make Google Apps for Education accessible. And iReadWrite makes reading easier and ensures accurate writing as students use their iPad for school, work, or leisure. Give students the support they need wherever and whenever with Read and Write. Try it today! To learn more about how Read and Write can help your struggling students, visit texthelp.com or call 1-888-248-0652. Again, that number is 1-888-248-0652. If you have students with IEPs, be sure to take advantage of the Read and Write Gold IEP Special. This is OT Mommy, Becca Clockers, occupational therapist and assistive technology professional, and you're listening to the AT Tips Cast. Hello and welcome to the AT Tips Cast, where we explore free or nearly free tools and strategies that educators can use to provide more options to all learners. I'm your host, Chris Bougay. This is episode 144, recorded on March 15th, 2015. When I was young, I would go over to my friend's house, and we'd play different games together. Sometimes it was football. Sometimes it would be a board game. Many times it was a role-playing game like Dungeons and & Dragons. And sometimes it was basketball. Yo, you ready for some hairball throwing? Free throw blowing? No, look where I'm going! Freestyle blowing! You're in my house, baby! Well, it's tip-off time, and I'm Of all the games we played, I was the worst at basketball. Every one of my friends was better at it than me. I didn't have a basketball hoop at home, so there wasn't a really effective way for me to even practice at getting better. I never really understood the rules about traveling and fouling. They didn't seem clear-cut, and they seemed open to interpretation of the referee, which of course, in a pickup game, doesn't really exist. I'd get lucky every once in a while and make a shot, but those moments were few and far between. I wasn't as quick, agile, or skilled as my friends. Without any confidence, a way to improve, or guidance from anyone, my frustration level increased, and I found myself angry at myself and at my friends. I didn't like how basketball was making me feel. The act of playing basketball became stressful to the point where I hated to play it. So one day I made a decision. I quit. I just wouldn't play basketball anymore. If my friends invited me over, I'd ask what we were going to do. If basketball was even a remote possibility, I declined the invitation. Later, in our high school years, many of my friends would still get together to play basketball. To the credit of my friends, they continued to invite me, but I always declined, sticking to my vow not to play. Can you think of any experiences in your own life where you were or are particularly bad at something? Despite trying, you just struggle and struggle, and then you decide whatever that thing is just isn't something for you. Maybe it's quilting, or gardening, or video gaming, or running, or baking. Was there something in your life, is there something in your life, that you struggle with so much to the point that you just don't do it, you just quit? Now, imagine that thing 
That thing that you're struggling with is reading. Imagine you grow up with the idea that you aren't good at reading and that no matter what you do, you're going to be bad at reading. Imagine you see others around you getting it, but you still struggle. Imagine being forced to do that thing every single day because you don't have a choice in the matter. Imagine you can't just quit. Reading. It is one of the single most important skills a person can learn. When someone grows up learning that they are bad at something, they don't want to do whatever that thing is anymore. So it's up to us as educators to prevent students from hating the act of reading. One way to prevent the mindset of hating reading from taking hold is to make the act of reading less stressful, which brings us to the focus of this particular episode. After a word from our second sponsor, we'll take a look at AT Tips 462 through 464, which are all tools to reduce the stress imposed by reading. This episode of the AT Tips Cast is sponsored by a new iPhone app called EasyGrade. EasyGrade is a free iPhone app for teachers that makes it easy to grade your students' papers when you leave the cardboard EasyGrader at school. This app has many features that make it the best EasyGrader application on the App Store. The feature that really makes this app stand out is that if you grade with partial credit, EasyGrade has an option that lets you calculate grades based on half points or whole points. Some other great features include the fact that you can adjust how many questions are on the test with a quick tap. You can choose whether you want to calculate grades based on the number of problems your students got wrong or the number of problems the students got right. And you can increase or decrease the text size if you need to fit more or less on one screen. EasyGrade is free in the App Store right now. The best way to find it is to search in the App Store for EasyGrade or by going to www.easygradeapp.com. That website again is www.easygradeapp.com. AT Tip 462 is a website that turns any other web page into a clean view for reading, either immediately or for later on using an internet-ready device such as a computer, smartphone, or tablet. You know how most sites have ads, pictures, GIFs, and other junk all around it? This nifty little tool strips all that junk away, making it less likely one will be distracted and making it more easily to focus on what's important, the text. The tool I'm talking about is readability.com. In order to use the tool, you create a free account. Once that's done, you'll be taken to a main page where you'll see a list of recommended sites for reading and a link to your own reading list. Click on that link. On the right side of the page, you'll see some tools. One of them is a plus button, which allows you to add a URL for a web page. When you copy and paste the URL into this field, readability creates a link to your reading list. Click on the link to see the entire article stripped of the pictures, ads, flashing gizmos, and whatever else may take away from the experience of reading the actual text. Readability.com has some other options as well, including the ability to tag the articles, search the reading list, customize the font size, color, and contrast, and share the article. If you go to the Readability.com apps page at Readability.com apps, you'll find instructions for how to streamline the process for the device you or your students use. You'll find instructions for how to use readability with iOS devices, Chrome, Internet Explorer, Safari, and more. Help your students become better readers by focusing on what really matters and cutting out the distractions by using readability.com. 
Speaking of cutting out the distractions, let's talk about AT tip number 463, which is clearly a free Chrome app that can be added to the Chrome browser. Once it's installed, you can use it to literally wipe away the distractions on the screen. When on a site with lots of sidebars or other distracting images, users simply click on the lamp icon for clearly in the Chrome browser, and the screen wipes from left to right, revealing only the relevant content. It's actually just an overlay on the top of the website, which can be reversed by pressing the Hide Overlay button, which appears on the right side of the screen with a concise set of other tools, including adding the text to Evernote, highlighting with a yellow highlighter, changing the contrast theme, and, of course, printing. Clearly, you can see that Clearly would be a very useful tool for minimizing on-screen distractions and helping students focus on the task at hand. Plus, with the clipping tool to Evernote, students can keep what they've read organized. AT tip 464 is rewordify.com, which is another free web-based tool that helps people learn more words and better understand what they are reading, which in turn makes people read more in general. Wordify.com has a variety of functions designed to help students become better readers. One main feature of the site is to take hard words found in pieces of classic literature or other public documents and then reword them using a more commonly used synonym or passage while also giving students a way to understand them. These hard words are automatically altered in the text and then highlighted. When a user hovers over a highlighted area, the original, more difficult word appears. If the user selects a highlighted area, a box appears with the original hard word, with a definition and a speaker icon, which, if pressed, speaks the word aloud. If a user has created an account, the word can also be added to a word list to be learned. Rewordify also has a built-in study or practice mechanism, which takes users step-by-step step through learning lists of more difficult words. Users can select three, seven, or ten difficult words that Rewordify has selected from the passage the individual is reading. Like a tutorial wizard, Rewordify presents the user with the definition or synonym. The user is then asked to read a passage with the definition, type in the word, type in the word again based on the definition, and then select the definition from a list of possible definitions, like a multiple choice problem. The site has audio support as well, reading the word, definition, and directions. If you're logged in, the site also tracks and reports stats on the words you've learned, how long you've read, and much more. Rewordify also has a feature that allows you to import your own block of text or input a URL. This means you can Rewordify just about anything to make it more easily understandable. Rewordify also analyzes the text by giving you useful stats like a read score, the flesh reading ease and grade level scores, total and unique word counts, and much more. Educators could use the tool to analyze a piece of text, either one they plan on giving to a student to read or one that a student has written. Before turning in assignments, students could use the stats tool to analyze their own writing, then make some edits and attempt to increase the stats. Educators could take two writing samples, one from the beginning of the unit, quarter, or really any period of time, and then contrast that with a writing sample at the end of that period of time to demonstrate progress. Rewordify.com has even more functions than I've described here. It's really a robust site that every teacher of reading needs to explore because not only will it make their lives so much easier, but it will help any individual with their reading skills, whether that person has a disability or not.
I hope those three tools help your students become better readers. If you like this episode, I recently conducted a webinar for the Center for Technology and Disability, where we played Jeopardy to discuss reading and writing strategies. The center recorded the webinar and posted it to YouTube. You can check it out by going to bit.ly slash ctdrw webinar video. That's ctdrw webinar video. And that brings us to the end of another AT tip. Hey, Dad, before you sign off, wait. What's up, Tuck? I was listening to your last AT Tips cast episode about my book projects, and I realized you forgot something. I did? What did I forget? Well, you forgot to tell people about the replica of the USS Arizona we made. Oh, right. What's the USS Arizona? It's one of the ships that were sunk during the bombing of Pearl Harbor, and I created a replica of the ship in Minecraft. After I built the ship, I posted signs on the bow honoring the six ships that went down that day. Oh, right. Hey, you used the Minecraft Pocket Edition app to create that, right? That's not free, is it? No, but there is a light version that's free. Teachers and students should totally check it out. Okay, I'll have those pictures posted over at... ATTipsCast.com Wait, Dad, don't forget to thank the OT Mommy, Miss Becca. Thanks for the reminder, Maggie. Here's a big thank you to Becca Clockers for doing the bumper you heard at the beginning of this episode and for featuring me in a blog post on her blog, otmommy.blogspot.com, where she shares all sorts of cool strategies for helping students. Thanks, Becca. Until next time, may all your strategies be supportive, may all your interventions be inclusive, and may all your reading supports drive home the idea that students can and will be successful readers. (laughs) 